guys, this is Alana. You are listening to the Praying Christian Women podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm here with Jamie Hampton, as always, and we're glad you joined us. Let's open up with a word of prayer. God, we just thank you that um, we're here today to talk about how we can more effectively pray for current events. I know it's something that I need to do more and something that I worry about sometimes when I read the, the news articles. And um, I just, I pray that you would help us all to refocus from being, um, just to take our, our concerns, our anxieties, our feelings of being disturbed about what we're reading or seeing or hearing, and just turn them into prayer and to take them to you, Lord. And we just thank you that you give us everything that we need. And we pray this conversation would just bring glory to you and you'd guide us and direct us as always. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Our verse of the day today is from 1 Timothy 2, 1 and 2. I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority. And I just thought that was a good yeah, it's exhortation perfect. that, yeah, not only just the stuff that's going on, but the people that are behind the scenes. Because I know, mm-hmm. you know, it's easy to feel kind of helpless, even though we have a voice, mm-hmm. we can vote the things that go on and the mm-hmm. people that are in charge does, it just doesn't always feel like, um, like we have a say, even though we for can. sure, <laughs> yeah. but God does. Well, and I know we're going into here in the States, what is likely going to be a politically tumultuous year with an, a new presidential election. And we just want to remind you guys of a few things. One is that God is totally sovereign. Two is that this is not a political podcast and Amen. we're not we're not here to give our political views or or anything like that. We're here to talk about prayer. And so for those of you who are hoping that Jamie and I are going to pull out a soapbox and start lecturing listeners or administrations or politicians about how things are supposed to be. That's not what's going to happen here. But I think the if there's any major takeaway that you guys get out of listening today other than yeah let's be praying for these current events it's that god is in control no matter what amen mhm amen so our just for fun is how do you prefer to get your current events like where do you go to i guess for keeping up with what's going on in the world so the way that i prefer to get my current events and the way that i actually get them are very different so me too Yeah. I love having a piece of paper in my hand and I, are you a newspaper reader? I would be, I would be, but I, and I have gone through just, I have fought both ways. So I've, I've tried, I've, we've gotten the newspaper delivered mm-hmm. and it just comes to the door and I don't take the time to and read it. It sits there. And it sits there. <laughs> and then I've got this pile of newspapers and once in a while I'm thankful because I've got something that I need newspapers for, like carving pumpkins or yeah, right, right. like once a year <laughs> or painting projects. That helps if the kids want to paint and stuff, but <laughs> that's all they get used for. And then I feel guilty. And then mm-hmm. I, you know, they do get recycled, but you know, and then I cancel the subscription. I feel guilty then that I'm not supporting the dying, wow. you know. I don't spend nearly as much time feeling guilty, <laughs> worrying about that. <laughs> right? It's like guilt, guilt, guilt. So basically, I would love to sit down and read a newspaper, but yeah. I just don't. And so the way that um the way that I do get my news is I just I I 
approach the news the same way I approach Bible study. I love using different translations of the Bible and like even going to the Greek and mm-hmm. Hebrew lexicons and stuff and just right. kind of picking it apart when I have the time. And so for news, mm-hmm. I just, I get like, I, I have multiple different news sources that I use to try and get a, and I go to BBC sometimes to get like a non-American mm-hmm. perspective. I've been known to go to Al Jazeera, the news outlet to read because they have Al Jazeera in English that's different from the Mm -hmm. Al Jazeera in Arabic. And so Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's tailored for different things. But the news they have there is very different. And the the slant Mm -hmm. is different than it would be from Fox or CNN or MSNBC or any of the other ones. So I just love when I have the time, I like to get all different things, but I always do it on my phone. That's pretty much how I get Uh it. So, no, that's really interesting. So I want to go all the way back to me being like a 14 or 15 year old in high school where we got the newspaper delivered and I still read the comics because I loved peanuts. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> but there was, for me, there was a sense of guilt because I wasn't like reading the rest. So I would go through these stages. I'm like, I should read the news, right? Like this is what I should do. But I remember being like only 14 or 15 and I had this realization, the newspaper gets delivered to my home every single day. Every single day, the newspaper is the exact same number of pages. Hmm. Therefore, when there's not anything newsworthy, they just make something up. Like it's really, (laughs) like really it turned into like, okay, why are we learning about this kidnapped child and not that kidnapped child? Why am I learning about this country's election and not that country's election? And I really like independently got this sense of mistrust mm-hmm. for the media. And all it had to do was, you know what? This newspaper is the exact same size, no matter what's going on in the world. And so I still kind of carry that same sort of mistrust slash kind of just an independent streak so that like I wouldn't want to get all my news from one source or things like that but I also probably don't I probably still am operating under the I should pay more attention to this than I am so really a lot of what I hear going on is one because my husband's very politically um I don't want to say politically active as in like he's not going out picketing and stuff but you know like he's he's just up on what's going on mm-hmm. uh, or you know so like I'll I'll hear people talking about things or decent amount does come from Facebook which kind of sounds embarrassing to admit but that's kind of where I'm at right now where yeah. I would like to be is I used to get a magazine subscription to like a Christian news weekly something or other I don't even remember what it was but I liked that it highlighted what was going on in other parts of the world, and I liked that it included things like news from the mission front and things like that. So I think my ideal, what I would ideally love, would be like some kind of digest that would give me news about kingdom work around the world, and it wouldn't be sensationalized, and it wouldn't be clickbaity, and it wouldn't be 
pushing an agenda other than, you know, like let's encourage people to pray. I know even you and I, Jamie, have tossed around the idea, like, wouldn't it be kind of neat to do a separate podcast where we just do pray for current events? But I still want to do that. I know. So here's to do that. I know. Here's my thing. One is, well, then we have to do it like on a set time, right? (laughs) As opposed to, you know, what we do now is like record a month's worth one day or something. But yeah, because it's not evergreen and and people aren't going to go back. And I guess they could go back because some I mean, things you could, are yeah. applicable across but the board. I still have this sense of, well, why are we praying for this issue and not that issue? You know, mm-hmm. um, I like as a side hobby, I dive into the world of true crime quite a bit. Like some of it's writing research for my suspense books and some of it is just, I find it fascinating in a way that makes my husband worried for my mental health. <laughs> but, you know, like it comes up a lot if, and you know, I, I said, we're not getting political, but if you're a pretty suburban blonde girl who gets kidnapped, you're going to get the media attention. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like here in Alaska, we have a huge problem with just missing native Alaskan women that nobody knows what happens to them. Nobody's really looking, nobody, you know, so. And even with them, we only hear about it every once in a while. And it just, yeah, it's like, you know, just doesn't get that same publicity yes. as a, yeah. Yes. As a so yeah, that's student. kind of, that's my, Traveling yeah, that's then, my issue yeah. with news. It's because there are so many things that are newsworthy that aren't being talked about and some things that really aren't newsworthy that take up everybody's attention. And it just, I think a lot of people just feel very news jaded right now to the point where like, they just kind of want to hide their head in the sand, which isn't the best either necessarily. Well, I told you, so when I described my, you know, like what I do with all the different news sources, that's when I have time and I tend to binge my Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. being up on news for, you know, a week or two or sometimes more. And then I'll go long periods of time where my husband's like, did you hear about the plane crash? And I'm like, plane crash, or Mm -hmm. did you hear about the whatever? Um, I also find myself being imbalanced and I will might maybe know about national stuff, but not as much local stuff, which is kind of disconcerting. Mm-hmm. So I have yeah, started checking a little backwards. local station, but my point is like when I, when I do feel like I just don't have a lot of time for the news, I get overwhelmed by the sheer amount of news that's out there, the number of stories mm-hmm. And, and so I just don't do anything about it. And I don't think that's good either. So I think when we're talking about how to pray effectively for current events, I feel like one thing that we need to address is how do we combat the overwhelming feeling of, well, why am I praying for this and not something else? What are some things that we can do to keep from being so overwhelmed that we just check out and disengage? Yeah. Well, I think one of the answers, at least to my problem is, you know, why am I praying for this? exploited child and not that exploited child or something Mm -hmm. like that. It's what we talked about in our episode on, I think it was praying with imagination. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so like maybe, yeah, maybe pretty blonde suburban teen is the one getting highlighted in the news. Mm -hmm. But as I pray for pretty blonde suburban teen, I can also be praying for other families going through similarly, similarly horrific things. And so I think sometimes if you hear a news story, treating that story and praying for that story, not just for that individual, but for like anybody going through that, I think can definitely help at least with my form of news jadedness, which is why are we reading about this and not that? Right. 
Well, and so, you know, not to be too current, but Kobe Bryant recently Mm -hmm. died in a helicopter crash with his daughter. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people that I have seen, well, a few people that I have seen on social media have been pointing out, you know what, there were other people on that plane too. We hear about him and his daughter and that was so tragic. I mean, I don't follow sports and I was kind of heartbroken reading it um, because it's a guy and his daughter, you know, but- Mm -hmm. Um, what about the other people? Who we died? can take that and say, but you know what? There are other people on that flight. How many people in Alaska have died in the I last know, year in small every year? Aircraft. We have a few, yeah, a few air casualties. Yeah, and my my husband knew someone personally um, last Aww. year. Yeah, I it know. was pretty pretty hard for him. Yeah, and um, so we can take that and use it as a springboard, we you know, can. not just to pray for Kobe's family and because mm-hmm, they need know, prayers for sure. They but absolutely so do all need the prayers. other people. So yeah. does the blonde college student exactly. that was abducted, you know, she's, exactly. Yeah. So we can use that. And instead of putting our guard up and being like, why is it just these mm-hmm. people that are in mm-hmm. high profile? Well, we can use that and we can pray for others that are absolutely. struggling with the same thing and use it as a springboard for prayers that are specific to that person that could apply to others too. Yeah. You know, it reminds me of the episodes where we've talked about prayer overwhelm, you know, where it's like, there's so many things to pray for. How do I even start? And sometimes you just, you take the one story that resonates with you. You know, nobody Mm -hmm. can pray for every single current event. So maybe for you, it's like whenever you see a headline about the foster care system, something just turns in your stomach and maybe that's a sign that that's your specific prayer burden, you know, or, or maybe you've got like, for me, this would be so sad, but maybe your task is to pray for the kids on the Amber alerts and and those kinds of things. And maybe that's your focus. So I think as opposed to just trying to pray blanket prayers for everything, if you could pick like one or two of the topics that resonate with you, like for me, praying against injustice is never going to feel like a chore. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas like, I don't know, praying for local politics, like that feels like a pain because that means I have to keep up with what's going on and right. I probably have to form opinions on things that I don't feel qualified to have an opinion on. And, but you know, but I for know your husband, it wouldn't, exactly. you know, for your husband, exactly. that, that's already something that mm-hmm. is a passion for him. He so, would not consider that a yeah. burden. Exactly. So to combat that prayer overwhelm, that's probably where I would start is just what news stories do you avidly seek out? Mm -hmm. What are the ones that make you want to read more, want to learn more? And probably that's a sign that that's one of the areas that you feel called to pray for. And this popped into my head as a joke, but it actually, you know what, this is not, I was going to jokingly say, and if you find that the things that you're seeking out are about the latest reality TV episode that you've been watching, Mm -hmm. you know what, those are real people. I mean, it might be sensationalized if you do like reality Mm -hmm. TV. They're real people that I'm I'm not saying all the stuff that goes on there is real and not blown out of proportion. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Those are real people too. And they're influential people. If you Mm -hmm. have a guilty pleasure of watching some kind of reality TV, you can use that as a springboard to pray for for people that 
actually, they're not just entertainers. They're, they're That's real a really human good beings. Point. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I, I could do that with true crime and I, I really haven't. Like I said, I listen to it a, because I find it morbidly fascinating and B because it actually truly does serve as research for my suspense novels. But mm-hmm. to add to that, you know what, I'm going to be listening to these shows anyway. So I may as well mm-hmm. be praying, you know, like if it's an unsolved case, I can pray for more answers. If it's a case from 150 years ago, well, I can still be praying for people who maybe generationally are impacted. You know, there's a lot of ways that, yeah, take even your guilty pleasures. Uh, Maybe you watch soap operas and no, I mean, praying for the characters on a soap opera doesn't make a ton of sense, but you know, maybe such and such is having a surgery. And so you can pray for people having surgeries today. There's all kinds of ways to tie what you're already interested in but you're already researching or studying and just add a component of prayer to that. I think one thing that you can do also that I, I maybe a couple of times have done, but I think I need to really start doing this is just pray to pray before even looking at the news page without, mm-hmm. you know, um, and just say, Lord, lead me to the story or the topic that, you want me to that, that you need me to pray mm-hmm. for today mm-hmm. and maybe just right. pick one just pick one I think that's headline, a perfect idea um mm-hmm. and just do that preliminary prayer where you're just saying God direct me and invite God into yeah. that process but like you said uh, you know paying attention to the things that stir your heart up and maybe even mm-hmm. doing the reverse approach which is seeking out news articles about specific things that might be um you know, that, that might be along the same lines mm-hmm. or same topics or same themes. Yeah. Yeah. My, you know, I think another thing that gets to me, like there are some things that I, I study on my own, like, you know, like what we talked about earlier, stories about oppression, things like that. Like I feel drawn toward those stories. I feel led to pray for those stories, but for things like national politics, like that just it feels so overwhelming and I don't know if you feel the same way, but sometimes, a, a, often, a big excuse that I make not to pray is like, I don't even know where to start. Like, I don't feel like, like I said earlier, I'm not qualified to have opinions <laughs> because there are so many different sides to things. And I don't want to, I don't want to pray partisanly, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Do you that, know what I'm talking about? That's one thing like, I put in my notes to talk about okay, today is like, yeah. who am I to tell God how current, current events should turn out? Right. And like to the, yeah, yeah, to the point where sometimes I, I just, almost like David, where he didn't want to lift his hand against Saul, you know, he's like, who am I to go against the Lord's anointed? And I'm like, who am I to pray for this leader or that leader to get elected when one of them's obviously going to be God's anointed, but my attitude, if every single Christian had that attitude, it's, it's far too fatalistic and not good, you know, but it, it's just one of those things that I, I do struggle with. So like there are some current event type issues that deal with like mission news or oppression or things kind of going on a global scale that I feel very called and passionate to pray for. But when it comes to like, you know, who's going to win this upcoming election, like I don't even know where to start, it's one of those things like I just feel weird even diving into, which I know isn't right because like the verse that you read for our verse today, we're supposed to be praying for our leaders for sure. Well, but it, it says petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people 
for mm -hmm. kings and all those in authority. It doesn't say pray that someone will become the king necessarily. Not that it's wrong to, but mm -hmm. you know, for someone that's in authority, whether you agree with them or not, they're there and you can't mm -hmm. change it at least for another while until the next election. Mm -hmm. If you live mm -hmm. in a place where we have elections. So we could still pray for those people though, in terms of like, uh, praying general prayers for mm -hmm. God's hand to be on that person, for that person to be sensitive to God's leading and God's voice, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. for sure. intercessions for them. If they, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I still think there, there still could be, I don't know for you and me, I, I feel kind of the same way. So maybe I'm rationalizing mm -hmm. where I know that praying for one leader over another to be elected is far different from praying for like a football team to win because sometimes there are issues that yeah there are certain people who have, if elected i think that could definitely impact our lives as christian believers and i think right, if in a negative way or right if christians totally withdrew from any type of political activism things would not go well but I yeah. also just, maybe it's that you and I aren't called to kind of be on the forefront of those things, but I think I that's, know. yeah, I think that's a good point too, is just that, you know, God made us all different. He made mm -hmm. us all different kinds mm -hmm. of people. And I'm glad you brought up your husband and how he does follow that mm -hmm. stuff. And mm -hmm. I, I think that we can get too far on the side of, I think one pitfall is we can get too far on the side of imposing our own agenda or political views on our mm -hmm. prayers to the mm -hmm. point where, yes. I mean, yes, we should pray our heart, but I think we also also should have a certain degree of open handedness with our prayers. Yeah. I don't know what that balance is exactly. And I would never tell someone or, or mm -hmm. condemn someone, but I think it's something that we need to check in ourselves. I think you and I might be on the other end of that where that's not as much of a struggle because we are kind of hesitant to go into it that way. Mm -hmm. So maybe mm -hmm. we need to be more intentional about sure. lifting up leaders, whereas someone on the other right. end of the spectrum might need to check their spirit and just ask for God's guidance. Please help yeah. me. Not, not my will, but yours. What, what do yeah. you want me to pray for this person today. Yeah. I think some prayers that I'm absolutely okay praying, you know, is obviously for God's will to be done, mm -hmm. but I don't think that we leave it at that for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I think that's too just kind of wishy-washy. I'm going to throw my hands up in the air, but absolutely prayers for whoever is in authority, whether it's your guy slash gal or not. I think we're called to pray genuine heartfelt blessings and oh, gratitude yeah. and, you know, prayers for wisdom. And I think that that is huge. And I think that sometimes we might be called to pray against certain things. So like if we hear of some legislature that we know is going to be ungodly, you know, I think it's okay to pray against those things getting past or things like that, but remembering that God is in control. But even more than that, I think it's important to pray for unity. You know, when you think about Jesus's last prayer for his disciples and future believers, it's that we would be united. And so I think that prayers for unity 
not just for believers, but unity as a nation are Mm -hmm. super important and kind of healing that political divide and remembering that no matter which, you know, which way you vote, the other people aren't your enemy and finding, finding it in your heart to pray blessings on people who disagree from you politically, I think is important Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. I think that's a helpful exercise. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the, I think praying um, against temptation for the political leaders to uh, pray yes. that they would not fall into temptation and praying against dishonest. corruption. Like corruption. there's nobody immune from corruption, you know, no matter mm. who you vote for. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel like to get that high, there are sometimes mm-hmm. compromises that have to be made even to get to high levels of politics mm-hmm. that might mm-hmm. just, it's, you know, I think there are yeah. just pressures that, that we probably can't even imagine as non-politicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's also important to absolutely be praying for the families of these politicians. Mm-hmm. I remember even as a pastor's wife, I felt a degree of sympathy towards, you know, like the first lady or, yeah. you know, people, you're in a fishbowl or the yeah. kids of the president or the kids of, you know, you're just in a fishbowl. Half the world wants to see your downfall. Mm-hmm. So remembering to like, Again, no matter who you did or didn't vote for, that these are human beings who are going through a lot of stress. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think one other thing, one thing that can kind of help if you're feeling overwhelmed about prayer, if you happen to be like a journaling person or an organized kind of person, I can't say that I am that person that would <laughs> thrive in this, but I know there are a lot of people that might really benefit from creating a prayer journal mm-hmm. just for current events with either newspaper clippings. Yeah. Or, I used to have a little scrapbook like that. Mm-hmm. You know, what'd be even cooler too is, um, or maybe on a different level is like a Pinterest board. Yeah. Just absolutely. for your political prayers. I don't know how you would or do the, that. I'm the not news a Pinterest articles person, that you pray for. I yeah. think that would be really cool. That could be kind of a neat way to use social media. Um, mm-hmm praying through social media. Like that's another way. Yeah. Cause you, a lot of times, you know, news, like you said, sometimes there's news that comes through social media. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is what people are talking about. And a lot of what people yeah. are talking about are the big things. So there's mm-hmm. no, no shame in getting news like that and, and highlighting it there. There are also, um, so on, I have an iPhone that gives you the option in like one of the news apps. I'm sure Android has something similar where you can set it up to send you just like headlines right? so that Mm -hmm. it sort of filters it out for you. I don't like that because I just assume that they're going to give me headlines that they think are important that are really not real news. I don't know. That's the cynic, you know, like you said, the distrusting the media side of Mm -hmm. me, but, um, but you, it does filter things out and helps you. And I think it even gives you like things where you can click what your interests are, what you want to hear about. So you could set your phone up. You could use technology to your advantage. Again, I'm not a super tech person. I don't, you know, my husband's been trying for years to get me to use my (laughs) Google calendar and I still have a paper calendar on my wall, (laughs) but yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Anyway, those are just some ideas for, I think, how to organize your current events prayer life. If you do feel like that's something you'd want to do, like you want to work toward. 
Yeah. I even think of, you know, people who get into like the gossip magazines and, you know, Mm -hmm. going back to just this guilty pleasure. Okay. Yeah. There literally are better things to do with your time, but if you're going to be reading them anyway, take a minute to pray for the people that you're reading about, you know? Oh, I, and I don't think there is ever like, I mean, to pray for someone who's high profile, like just with the influence that they have. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. of several musicians who have, you know, really had great testimonies about becoming Mm -hmm. Christians and have, have had a lot of influence over people. And I think, um, you know, or, or movie stars, Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, okay. So real quick, the Super Bowl is coming up. The Kansas city chiefs are in the Super Bowl. My husband's family on both sides, his dad and his mom's side are huge chiefs fans. Uh And they, um, one of his cousins posted an article on Facebook, the mascot of the Kansas City Chiefs um, had a horrible accident. He was training for a bungee jumping stunt. Oh, no. And this was a while back. This was, I think, years ago. I don't know what year it was. But anyway, he's got this wonderful testimony. It was like a short little like six-minute video clip of his testimony of how God got him through. So That's here's cool. the mascot of a, an NFL team. Mm-hmm. influencing so many people. So anyway, I think yeah. if you have a heart for following people of influence, mm-hmm. it's a great place to pray and to pray for it God to work is. in them and through them. Yeah. So I wonder if maybe a takeaway is instead of us all becoming news junkies so that we can pray better, is mm-hmm. maybe just find the sorts of stories that you mm-hmm. follow naturally Yeah. and and make those the springboard for your prayer. Mm-hmm. and don't ignore praying for the people who are in power for sure. Yeah. One other kind of warning I got sucked into like around the time. And I don't think, I think I was talking about the story of praying for refugees back in our praying. Imagine. I think that was, I don't think I, I don't think I mentioned that, but I I had a heart to pray for some of the refugees during one of the refugee crises, crises, Mm -hmm. crises, crises, and And I, got in a really dark place. Like I think I became depressed and kind of afraid. Um, it was, it was really weird and it was key. I didn't realize it until I was deep in it. And Mm -hmm. so I, it took a while to dig myself out of there and I had to like fast from the news and And it was not a bad idea at all. No. Mm -hmm. And so don't feel like if you find yourself like thinking, Oh, I've got to watch the news every day so I can pray but you watch the news and you come away just burdened for the world mm-hmm. with no hope. Mm-hmm. That's not yeah. good. So something's yeah. got to give. So don't be afraid to step back and, and keep yourself in check yes. and make sure you don't go too far down that path of getting negative. You need to definitely absolutely keep your mental and emotional health in mind mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. and stay yeah. hopeful. Yeah. And, you know, even filling some of your news feed with encouragement, uplifting mm-hmm. stories like that testimony, you know, there are so many uplifting, just neat things going on in the world too. And people who are highlighting those things. Mm-hmm. I think it's helpful to maybe even do like a social media cleanse. Like maybe you have a couple people who just all of their posts are so like, sarcastic or biting or anybody who disagrees with me is so stupid or the world is going to end, maybe you just, you know, hide them from your newsfeed for a while and instead focus on 
on the uplifting, you know, what is it in Philippians, whatever is pure and lovely, noble, noble, a good report, worthy. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's another important thing. If you are a news junkie and you do find that it gets you down sometimes, I think it's important to deliberately fill your, fill your mind with some positive stories too. So that could be like testimonies of what God's doing around the world. That could be like, I really, I go through phases where I really enjoy reading missionary biographies just to see God's hand at work or, you know, really just go to YouTube and look up cute dog videos. Like seriously, my kids and I could spend hours, you know, over the course of a year and it's, it's sweet. It's fun. It's uplifting. You know, it, it checks off all of those things in Philippians. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that we can kind of end with that warning because, oh, and you know, one more warning is just, you know, be shrewd as serpents and, and realize, yeah. you know, like, most media outlets are going to be slanted somehow. Not everybody's going to be reporting on what is newsworthy. People get paid. To blow stuff up and make it more than it yes. really is and sensationalize yeah. and capitalize yes. on fear. Yeah. So just go into it not, um, not naively. Don't believe everything you read. If people say the world is ending, maybe it's not. <laughs> um, I think going into it just, just kind of with a little bit of um, common sense and world, you know, street smarts. Do you know what I mean? Like media smarts. Um, yeah. Shrewd I mean, serpents. Yeah. Yes. And, and yeah. don't go so overboard that you're, you know, wearing your tin hat and, you know, I'm sure there are conspiracies, but what am I going to be able to do about it? Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. you just have to be like, okay, well, do I think that such and such is really how things happen? Because that's how so-and-so says it happened. No, probably not. But what can I do about it? <laughs> yeah. So I and think. One, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, go, you, you, please. Well, I was going to do one last, last thing that came to mind too, is in the verse that we had, which is first Timothy two, one and two, I'll read it again. I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and Thanksgiving be made for all people, for Kings and all those in authority to not ignore the Thanksgiving and, and to just pray Absolutely. Thanksgiving over those things. Maybe just take a time rather than yes. supplication, just give thanks for yeah. the things that just pull out all the positives that you see in, in and give thanks even for the ones that you disagree with too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's and important. I think there's a, a real freeing quality. Absolutely. And let's just remember to give thanks. We, as dire as sometimes things look, we live in amazing freedom. We live in amazing time of technology. The fact that Jamie and I can be what, like 60 miles apart and do these recordings and reach people in New Zealand and Eritrea, like that's, that's really amazing. And I think it's, it's so easy to focus on all the negative things that are going on politically that we just forget to realize, you know what, I had food today. It's zero degrees outside and we have heat in our home. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like there aren't bombs falling around us. There are so many amazing things to give thanks for. And the more we can focus on those, I think it just helps, helps our outlook and, and kind of gives us a little bit of the antidotes to that prayer overwhelm or that discouragement when you read the headlines and it feels like the world's, you know, about to end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
any last, last, last things? Last, 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 last <laughs> I think, yeah, I think we're ready for our ending. Our ending. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the end. Thank you guys. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, if you have not seen, we have a new paperback and ebook version of our 30 days of prayer. Did I say that wrong? What did I say? That didn't sound right. 30 days of prayer. I think you did said I say it, that right. right? 30 okay. Days 30 of days of prayer for the unsaved. Oh, right. no, you said it right. <laughs> <laughs> you can find that on Amazon and we want to leave you now with our blessing and benediction. May God allow you to live at peace with those around you. May he use you as an agent of reconciliation and healing. May the world know you are a child of God by the love you have for others. May your relationships be blessed with unity, and may he cause others to live in harmony with you. In all things, may God be glorified in your life and in all of your relationships. And our benediction is from Psalm 67, 1. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. Amen. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Praying Christian Women podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a comment to let us know what questions or topics we can address in future shows. Then hop over to prayingchristianwomen.com slash journal to download your free prayer guide. We're so glad you joined us for today's show, and we wish you God's deepest blessings as you draw closer to Him and change the world one prayer at a time.